This is the Ask Dr. Jill podcast, where Dr. Jill Wagner will have conversations and discussions designed to take the mystery out of medicine. Your next appointment toward living a healthier life begins right now. Hello again, everyone. Dr. Jill here. Thanks for taking time today to invest in your own health and healing. I have practiced medicine in the Dallas area for nearly three decades. If you would like to be a part of my practice, we'd love to have you. Contact information will be provided later in the podcast and also in the show notes. But for now, let's jump right into our content for this episode of Ask Dr. Jill. So this is a a continuation episode. We uh, talked about the immune system in the last episode, and I gave you what the immune system is and some things that you could do in order to keep your immune system operating optimally. So if you haven't listened to that podcast, go back. It's the one right before this one, which is episode one, the immune system, and you can kind of catch up with where we are. So I'm going to pick right up from there because I think it's some important information for you, particularly during this time when we have so much to uh, protect ourselves from. So we talked about before diet and the immune system. We talked about exercise. We talked about keeping a healthy weight and adequate sleep, stress reduction, gut health. And now we're going to talk about vitamins and herbs. And why is that necessary? So many of us are trying to decide what we need to take in order to stay well. There's so much information out there. You know, you hear, should I take vitamin D? Should I not? Should I take vitamin C? Should I not? What about echinacea? What about some of those other things that we've heard about? So we're going to talk about that a little bit today. So let's start with vitamin D. Guys, I am going to do a whole podcast on vitamin D because vitamin D is just a super nutrient or a super vitamin. It's something that you really want to include uh, in your supplements and particularly for your immune system. Because let me tell you about vitamin D. There have been so many studies done on vitamin D. First of all, it's not really a vitamin. It's a hormone or pro-hormone. And so, you know, in our bodies, there's a whole lot of hormones. There's insulin as a hormone, cortisol is a hormone, and vitamin D is in there as well. All of the hormones work together. Oh, and I forgot estrogen, testosterone, and vitamin D is a hormone as well. The hormones work like a symphony. So they all work together, sending signals and telling your body to do different things and and signaling to your various organs. So whenever there is one of those hormones that's out of tune, so to speak, or out of whack, then the whole system is out of whack. So you need to know that vitamin D is actually a hormone. So you really need to to have that. One of the things that vitamin D does in the immune system is that it enhances the effect of the monocytes and macrophages. 
Remember we talked about in the innate immune system, how you have these cells that are those cells that are kind of the scavenger cells or the cells that will gobble things up and kill them if they're trying to make you sick. Vitamin D helps those cells to work more effectively. So it helps your body to fight off illness. But this is what you really need to know, particularly as we come into cold and flu season and when we're talking about fighting off this pandemic. Vitamin D is particularly important in helping to fight off respiratory illnesses like the flu and allergic asthma and those kinds of things. The vitamin D actually helps the cells in the lining of your lung to be stronger so that those organisms can't get in there and make you sick. That is great information to know. It also improves antiviral treatments. So let's say you were taking something to help you fight off a virus, and that includes even viruses like HIV, When you have adequate vitamin D, your body is able to utilize those antiviral treatments even better. I think that's great. Another thing that they've looked at research on is that you, if you have adequate levels of vitamin D, even fighting off hepatitis C, which is also a chronic virus, your body can do that better if you have adequate levels of vitamin D. So let me tell you what adequate levels are. First of all, you ought to have your vitamin D checked. So talk to your healthcare provider about that. So you will know what your levels are. Adequate levels are normal ranges or between 30 and 100, but all of the data indicates that optimal level is between 50 and 80. And so if you are operating in there, your vitamin D, you really have enough circulating so you can do what you need to do in order to stay well. So let's talk about some sources of vitamin D. The best source is the sun because your body, your skin actually makes vitamin D from the sunshine. So sun exposure helps your body to make adequate vitamin D. I know everybody's freaked out. You know, you don't want to get skin cancer. You don't want to do it, but you need about 15 minutes of sunshine a day, particularly people who live in areas where you don't get a lot of sun. If you live near the equator, then you are much more likely to get adequate sunshine a day. But if you do not, you want to make a concentrated effort to get in 15 minutes of sun every day. The other thing is fatty fish. You can get vitamin D from fatty fish and you also can get vitamin D from supplementation. So you can take vitamin D in supplement form. There's a prescription vitamin D that's usually vitamin D2. And many of you have gotten that before. Vitamin D2, take 50,000 international units once a week or something like that. And then there's vitamin D3, which is over the counter that you have to take daily. And the dosage depends on what your level is. So vitamin D, you want to do that for your immune system. Then the next thing that you want to have, the next supplement for your immune system is zinc. Zinc is essential for your immune system function because if you have enough zinc on board, when your body gets infected with a virus, for instance, 
what the virus will do is take over your cells machinery. So that means they inject their genetic information into the cells and then they hijack your cells so that your cells will start to make viruses, right? If you have ample zinc on board, then those viruses cannot replicate themselves. That's really, really important. Also, zinc is needed for immune cells to develop and communicate with each other. Zinc may also be protective against respiratory tract infections. For prevention and treatment, you need to do somewhere around 20 to 40 milligrams a day. But you know, this is not medical advice. This is information. So you want to talk to your healthcare provider before you make that decision. Then the next supplement that you want to take for your immune system. So remember, we're talking about the immune system is vitamin C. Vitamin C is also very, very important for immune health. It enhances the body's ability to protect against infection. It is necessary for cellular death. Okay, remember those phagocytes that I told you about? See, this is why I wanted to tell you about those cells because now when I refer to them, you'll know what I'm talking about. Like, What is a phagocyte? Those are the cells that gobble up things when they're trying to make you sick. Vitamin C, once those cells gobble up those things that are are trying to make you sick, then they need to be cleared out of your system. Vitamin C is necessary for your body to clear out cellular debris. Why is it important to clear out cellular debris? So let's say a virus has attacked your body and your body has been very successful and it, it, it just killed it. Bam, bam, bam. So you got pieces of virus just laying all around and circulating through your system as your body is trying to uh, clear it out. What happens is that adaptive immune system, whenever it the virus is present, be it a live virus or dead virus, your adaptive immune system still kicks into gear. And so because it thinks it's still being attacked, it will continue to make antibodies. It will continue to make these chemicals called cytokines, which can damage your tissue. You've heard the term cytokine storm somewhere. That means that your immune system is in overdrive, right? So if your immune system is in overdrive, now it is killing your body because it thinks that the thing that was killing you was still alive because it's responding to the bits and pieces of the pathogen. So having adequate vitamin C helps your body to clear out that uh, debris so that your body will know, okay, we're out of danger. We can stop fighting. I think that is just amazing information. Okay. The next thing is selenium. You need to know that selenium is important for the immune system. But the other thing that selenium is really important for is for proper thyroid function. So we make T3 hormone and T4 hormone. Remember we were talking about hormones a little bit ago and we were talking about how all the hormones work together, how vitamin D is a hormone, how you have all these other hormones. So you have thyroid hormone as well. You produce thyroid 4, T4, and you produce T3. T3 is the only 
active form of the hormone. So that means that's the, the one that your body can use. But your body makes T4 so that you won't be stimulating everything all at once. I hope y'all follow this. If you have enough selenium, you can activate that T4 and make it T3. So if you don't have enough selenium, you don't do that adequately. So you need selenium not only for your immune system, but also so that you can activate your thyroid properly. Another thing that data has indicated that selenium does, it is an antiviral. And if you remember H1N1 flu a few years ago and how they were really worried about it because it was deadly and it could cause a lot of uh, damage and they were worried about the possibility of it becoming a pandemic, what they found was in people who had adequate levels of selenium, they could defend themselves better against H1N1. And I think that's great information. Also, the next um, thing that you need for your immune system, the next supplement is B vitamins. We'll do a whole section on B vitamins as well, but B is very, very important, particularly for that respiratory system and trying to fight off infection. So we've talked about zinc, we've talked about vitamin D, we've talked about vitamin C, we've talked about selenium. So now let's talk about some of those herbal remedies that you've heard so much about. The first one is elderberry, elderberry. Elderberry has been used for many centuries to help treat infections particularly viral infections. It's been demonstrated in studies. Yes, they've done some studies on elderberry to have both antibacterial and antiviral potential. So that means that not only does it help you to fight off viral infections, it also helps you to fight off bacterial infections. And there are some cultures, they called it elderberry because it's the berries that the elders need to take to stay well. We were talking about how in people who get older, their immune systems are not functioning as well. So for those of you who are no longer teenagers, taking some elderberry on a regular basis can really help you uh, to fight off some of the viral illnesses that we get exposed to. Elderberry has also been shown to enhance immune system response and may help to shorten the duration of infections. So if you're taking elderberry, and they've done several studies, particularly looking at flu, that flu, you know, can be a 14-day um, infection. So people can uh, be sick with the flu for two weeks. Taking elderberry can shorten that by three or four days. So that can essentially take it down from a two-week illness to a 10-day or one-week illness. For a lot of people, that's a big deal because I would rather have the flu for one week as opposed to two. So elderberry is one of those things that you want to take. And this is what I want you to know. Elderberry comes in syrup, and then it also comes in, you know, a powdered form. The elderberry syrup is what is recommended or what they've studied when you have an acute illness. That means when you actively have the flu, 
and it is found to be most effective when you're actively infected. But the elderberry powder or the resin of the elderberry is more effective when you are trying to protect yourself or prevent illness. Then the next thing is medicinal mushrooms. Now, Mushrooms have been around for a long time and they are very important in staying well, but important for all kinds of things. There have been data to indicate that they help to prevent things like heart attack and some of those things, but also help to boost your immune system. Cordyceps, mataki, shiitake, reishi, all of those mushrooms, you can add them in your foods. You can take them as supplements. They even have mushroom coffees now. So you can get a coffee that has mushrooms in it. So every day you can add a little bit of that. They also have hot chocolates that have uh, mushroom in them. That's a way for you to get the mushroom that you need. But the hot chocolate, you know, that helps your, your young people. You might want to give them some of that as well. This is what mushrooms have been shown to do. They reduce the symptoms associated with conditions like asthma and lung infections. So they reduce the symptoms. If you have the flu or pneumonia or some other viral infection, difficulty breathing, all of those kinds of things can really be a problem. So if you can lessen those uh, symptoms, that's a good thing. So you want to have some mushrooms. You can either even add mushrooms in teas and soups and all of that. So if you're, if you're, let's say you're sick at home and you want to do an immune boosting soup, you want to put some curcumin, you want to put some onions, you want to put some garlic, you want to put some vegetables and you want to add mushrooms in there. Mushrooms can also be found in tinctures and supplements and teas, like I said. Then the next one is garlic. And I just talked to you about garlic. Now, garlic is just this powerful, powerful food, actually. And I want you to know this. There's something, allicin, which is in, in the garlic. That's the phytonutrient or phytochemical in the garlic. That's the thing that makes garlic stinky. So, so when we're taking garlic, you know, we always try to take it in a form so it doesn't smell so bad. It's the stinky is where all the power is. So if you are taking a form of garlic that you can't smell, you're not getting maximum benefit from it. So if you're cooking with garlic, you need to make sure you crush it, chop it so you can really release uh, that allicin and release that aroma. And then you want to put it in at the very end so that it gets warm, but it really doesn't get cooked. Because when you cook it and take the smell away, you have also uh, disengaged a lot of those powerful, powerful, powerful agents that the garlic has in it. Garlic specifically with the immune system stimulates your natural killer cells and macrophages. So, you know, those natural killers that go around and they are like whopping stuff that can make you sick. If there's garlic on board, they will function much better. The next supplement that I want you to know about is curcumin or turmeric. 
If you have not heard about curcumin or turmeric, you must be living on another planet because everybody talks about turmeric. It is one of the most powerful natural anti-inflammatories that we know of. So turmeric is one of the ingredients in curry and curcumin is the active ingredient in turmeric. So you want to add that to your life. It is a powerful, powerful anti-inflammatory. It helps with inflammation. It helps your body to heal quicker. You can do it in a supplement form. You can do the raw turmeric. Now at most health food stores, they have the little turmeric available and you can literally slice up that turmeric and put it on a salad. You can crush it up and put it in a, in a soup or something like that. Uh, you can make uh, curcumin or turmeric teas. Uh, the important thing is, though, you want to have black pepper and oil in them when you're taking your turmeric or your curcumin that makes them more bioavailable. So bioavailable means that your body really can take them and use them. So you really want to have that curcumin. The next thing is echinacea. Everybody's heard about echinacea. It improves your immune function. It has strong antiviral properties. So it helps your body to fight off viruses, particularly respiratory viruses. And respiratory viruses are really a problem. So you want to have some echinacea in your life. So there you have it. Those are the things that you need to add to your a regimen for staying well. So let's review them. Vitamin D, you want to do that or at least get some sunshine, but you really probably want to take a supplement as well. Zinc, vitamin C, selenium, B vitamins. So I recommend a complex, elderberry, medicinal mushrooms, garlic, curcumin, echinacea. Those are the things that you want to take. I hope this has been helpful. I hope you will get the things that you need to be able to keep yourself well. As always, thank you for joining me for the Ask Dr. Jill podcast. To stay connected, make sure you subscribe and follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or visit my website at AskDrJill.net. You will find my books there, supplements, all kinds of things. I hope this episode has brought you one step closer to a healthier life. If you would like to be a patient in my practice, you can visit MethodistPremierWellness.com or call 972-298-298. 2099. We'll also have that information listed in our show notes. Until next time, blessings to you and those you love. I'll chat with you at our next podcast appointment. Just a reminder, this podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for care by a doctor or other qualified health professional. This podcast is provided with the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. If you are looking for help on your journey to wellness, seek assistance from a qualified medical professional. 
it is important that you have someone in your corner that is qualified, trained, licensed health practitioner, helping you make the health changes you desire as you venture toward the healthiest you possible.